This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Welcome everyone to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I encourage you to check out episode zero while I explain that joke as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Well, friends, thanks so much for checking in. Uh, This is a Monday episode. We have had so much going on. Wow. Uh, First of all, thank you. Last week, I did an episode about uh, my sabbatical, and it was definitely geared towards uh, pastors and churches, but friends, that episode was one of my most popular, one of the most successful episodes in a really long time. Uh, It was shared. It was posted in some forums. I just want to say thank you. I always appreciate that. It was also great to post a new Wednesday Wisdom episode. Um, While I was on my sabbatical, I was posting older episodes, excuse me, older sermons from years past, but now that I'm back preaching, those episodes are up to date, so I'm excited. Uh, last Wednesday was Lies We Believe About Worship, and today, this is Sunday that I recorded this, I preached on Lies That We Believe About Community, so that will be debuting on Wednesday, and always my Free Friday episodes are really just kind of up in the air. Um, I just wait and see what's going to happen. And so here we are on Monday. Uh, it's exciting. Um, I'm back uh, at my church working very hard. Um, I, my kids are back at school. I have finally begun writing a new book, which I'm very excited about. It may even debut in audiobook form before um, I get it published. Um, I've got some graphics. This time I'm not going to do the graphics myself. I've got someone doing them. Uh, so a lot of really good things coming on. Really, really super excited about it. Marathon training is back full on. The weather broke, uh, which means that Saturday when I woke up, it was like 62 degrees and I ran almost uh, a full minute faster per mile. A lot of good things going on. Um, so as I was preparing for this episode, I had three different topics because there is so much going on that I had opinions about. And then, uh, so as I was mapping it out, I was like, well, what am I going to do? These topics are pretty relevant. And if I don't uh, hit them now, they're, they're just, they're, they're just going to go. Um, if I don't hit them now, then you know, they won't even, may not even be that important a week from now. So I, I just decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a grab bag episode. And uh, I'm going to hit on a couple of topics, three big topics. Uh, so let me jump right in and let me start with Popeye's fried chicken. Okay. Now, Popeye's fried chicken, let me go ahead and state this. Before this week, I had never in my life eaten at a Popeye's fried chicken. I don't eat fried chicken typically because fried chicken is terrible for you. It can taste as great as you want. I know I grew up in the South eating Bojangles, but I don't eat Bojangles either. Um, I might have one Bojangles every two or three years. I just don't eat fried chicken because it's terrible for you, which is also one of the reasons I don't eat a lot of Chick-fil-A sandwiches either. If I go to Chick-fil-A, I tend towards their grilled chicken sandwich, but I just don't eat a lot of fried food, okay? So that's just not what I do. But all of a sudden, the buzz was huge that Popeye's had come out with a chicken sandwich. In fact, they have a, a chicken sandwich, and they have a spicy chicken sandwich. And all of a sudden, the buzz was huge that the sandwich was... Uh, as good or better than Chick-fil-A. And I don't really care about any Chick-fil-A competition. I don't really care about any of that stuff. But all of a sudden, like, it it just was huge. So it looks like it started out on social media, um, and it was done really well by Chick-fil-A. And it looked at, like, uh, some, some very important influencers on Twitter picked it up. And then all of a sudden, the media 
uh, picked it up, the mainstream media, and everyone's talking about a Popeye's chicken sandwich. And it seems like it finally broke into our world. I guess what day was it? Thursday, maybe? And my family and I are like, what's going on with this Popeye's chicken sandwich? I'm like, again, I've never even been to Popeye's. I know where one is in town. I later discovered that I think we have three. Um, but I was like, okay, I know there is one. And uh, we just kind of joked, and we're like, well, I guess we've got to try it. My daughter Meredith, which is my adventurous food gal, we're like, we got to go do that sometime. Can't go with Amy because gluten kills Amy. So we're just joking, like, well, we've got to get this sometime. And uh, so uh, Friday came, and uh, Meredith and I had an hour and a half together, and I was like, Meredith, let's go try a Popeye's fried chicken sandwich. Let's go get a chicken sandwich. She's like, yeah. And so as we're driving, she says, hey, listen, a friend of mine, is down in, in uh, uh, Prince William, and she's like, it's sold out. I'm like, really? And she goes, yeah, they're sold out. And I was like, well, we've got time. We can go probably go to two Chick-fil-A's if they're sold out. So we roll up at our uh, Popeye's, excuse me, and we can go to a different Popeye's. We roll up to the one closest to us. And, friends, the parking lot is packed, and the drive through is around the Popeye's. I've never seen anything like it. I pass this place all the time. It was jam-packed. So we find a parking space, and we walk up, and there's a sign on the door that says, we are sorry, but we're sold out of chicken sandwiches. And I'm looking at this line, and I'm like, I wonder if everyone in line knows that they don't have any chicken sandwiches. Uh, and, and I mean, I walked in the store, and I was like, do you guys, I mean, are they out? And they're like, yeah, we don't have any, but they're in line anyway. I'm like, wow, they've got something going on here. So as we step out, one of the ladies in drive-thru rolls down her window, and she's locked in the drive-thru. Like, she can't get out. And she says, are they out of chicken sandwiches? And I said, they are. And so she was disappointed, but there's nothing she can do. She's just got to stay in the drive-thru line. I'm like, okay, Mayor, I know where another Popeye's is. This one's a little bit... Uh, it's traffic's not as as serious, at least it seems. I, I was wrong about that. I was like, let's go down there and see if they've got chicken sandwiches. So we drive to that one, and when we roll up, it's not jammed. There's a place to park in the parking lot, and you can go through drive throughs So we thought, okay, we've hit it. We can try out this amazing Popeye's chicken sandwiches. And then when we get there, there's a sign on the door that says, we are out of Popeye's chicken sandwiches. So we get in, and we wait, and i got to ask them. I'm like, well, we're already here, and Amy, and excuse me, Meredith and I were planning on eating. And we said, uh, are you sure you're out? And he laughed. He goes, yeah, we're out. And so I don't know what to do. I've never eaten there. And it's not healthy. I mean, it's fine. It's just not healthy food. What am I going to do? So I looked at it, and I was like, okay, um, I'm going to have uh, three chicken tenders and some beans and rice. And a biscuit comes with it. And Meredith did something similar. She likes coleslaw. And I don't, this is funny, I don't even drink lemonade. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll have a lemonade. And so I thought, I, I just, I, it was way too much. So we got our food and we sat down. And listen, was it life-altering? No. Was it good? Yeah, I mean, it's fried chicken and beans and rice. It's got a little Cajun feel to it. And um, biscuit was, uh, it was okay. It wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't as fluffy as I wanted it to be. But listen, all in all, it wasn't that bad. And I'm just wondering, like, when they're going to get some chicken sandwiches. But here's the thing. And this is really hard to do, but if you can do it, you got to take advantage of it. Chick uh, uh, Popeyes has created, and forgive me, I don't know how many times I've said Chick-fil-A wrongly for Popeyes, but Popeyes has been able to create like this wave of social media buzz, and it, it's broken through in the mainstream media. Um, they've got something that has a demand because they keep selling out, and I'm sure that'll get caught up, right? 
I'm sure in a week or two, they'll get caught up to the demand and you'll be able to get one anytime you want. And it's going to eventually come down to whether it's good food or not. But at this moment, they have got crazy attention coming to them. And people like myself are showing up for sandwiches, and I'm not mad. I don't care. I'd hope people weren't mad. I hope fights don't break out. But I thought, well, you know what? I'm here. I might as well uh, give it a shot. And so I'm sure their sales are booming, chicken sandwich or not. Ultimately, it's going to come down to they have a good product. Um, ultimately, people are going to have to decide if they want an alternative to Chick-fil-A or Wendy's. It seems that's the battle, right? is there's a Wendy's chicken sandwich, there's a Chick-fil-A, and there's Popeye's. Ultimately, it's going to be up to them. Can they take advantage of this? At some point in time, I'm going to try a Popeye's chicken sandwich. I'm really interested in the spicy. Maybe on a free Friday, I'll let you know. But it was a fun moment. Uh, on a side note, Amy and I, uh, excuse me, Meredith and I are eating this chicken, this chicken, and this guy walks up to us, and he's got a, a portable CD player and a stack of CDs. And he's a local rapper who is selling CDs, and he's giving people samples. Like, hey, listen to my CD, and you can buy it. All I got to say is I appreciate that guy's hustle. I really do. I didn't buy a CD, but I was like, man, look at you. Good for the hustle. So what a Popeye's experience that was. Um, maybe I'll give you an update when I am done. But, yeah, that, w- that was the big thing this week. Um, the second cultural just kind of uh, the second cultural takeover this week was Marvel once again so I have not brought in Emma for this one I probably should have but there are a couple of things that have happened in Marvel first of all uh, Disney and Sony broke their relationship and so no longer will Spider-Man be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Sony will go back to producing the movies completely. And on top of that, Disney then announced uh, three TV shows for Disney+. Plus. I think it's Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. And they announced uh, 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 Black Panther 2, which is going to wind up being like six years since the original one. It's almost like in between Pirates of the Caribbean. So uh, it seems like Disney is really pushing Marvel. I'm wondering at some point in time if they were going to hit like a cultural saturation. They're going to have to. But I know they're creating their own network. And their network is not like Netflix. Netflix has a bunch of other people's shows and they're starting to produce shows. Disney is trying to produce all their own shows. So they're just putting a bunch of stuff out there. Let me say a couple quick things about the Spider-Man Disney thing. Um, I posted about this. It was great interaction on Facebook. Here's the thing. There was an agreement. Sony has the film rights to Spider-Man. And there was an agreement. And uh, there was a, a, a profit sharing between Sony and Disney. And so they've put out two... Uh, excuse me. Yeah, they've put out two Spider-Man movies, right? Uh, uh, Homecoming and Far From Home. And these movies did like $800 million, and the last one broke a billion dollars. And Disney came in and said, hey, we want 50% of the profits. And Sony said, that's crazy. We're not giving you 50% of the profits. This is our property. We're producing these movies. We're just consulting with you to make sure it fits in the universe. And so Sony pulled out. And listen, Sony's thinking is probably this. We will not be as successful as Marvel's Cinematic Universe, but our movies are still going to make 600 to three-quarters of a billion dollars. And we don't have to share those profits with anybody. We can make movies with Disney. They'll do a billion dollars, but then we got to split the profits 50-50. So I don't blame Sony. I can't financially. They're like, our movies won't make as much, but we get to keep 100% of the profits. 
And so I think this is really a case of Disney just getting greedy. And I think they felt like they could apply some, apply some leverage. I would not be surprised if somewhere along the line a deal is broken. Uh, but Sony was definitely feeling pushed around by uh, Marvel. And they don't have to be. They really don't. They own the rights to the character. They can make their own movies. And they just did the Venom movie, which did about six, $700 million. So they'll slide them back in there. I don't know how much Tom Holland's going to like that, but he's under contract for two more movies, so he can't go anywhere. So this is a case of a giant corporation, Disney, trying to bully a giant corporation, Sony. And Sony's like, I'm not going to have it. You, you, I don't have to do this. So what Marvel now has is a giant hole in the middle of their storytelling arc because the last Spider-Man left him sort of in control of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the heir of Tony Stark. There's just this big hole in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's going to be interesting to see if this war is not repaired, how Disney is all of a sudden going to have to rewrite aspects of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's going to be fascinating, all because of what? Good old helping of American corporate greed. But either way, it's interesting. I, I Listen, I like the Marvel movies, but I'm interested to see what Sony does, what they've learned sort of storytelling-wise, and, and what will happen from there. So that's the other cultural uh, pop-up. Um, but then last night, uh, this is Saturday night, um, I am uh, getting ready to go to bed, and I look at my phone, and because it's NFL season, I go to Pro Football Talk, which is a, uh, um, a news site from NBC, and it says Andrew Luck has retired. Andrew Luck is the star quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. Friends, he is an elite. You've got your top three tier, right? You've got Drew Brees, and you've got uh, Tom Brady. You've got those guys up at the top there. And then just right below that, you got Andrew Luck. In, in two or three years, Andrew Luck could be the best quarterback in the NFL because the elites have all retired, right? And he missed the 2017 season with a neck injury, missed a complete season, came back last year. He was the comeback player of the year for the Colts. People were thinking that the Colts had a chance to compete for the Super Bowl this year. And uh, during the preseason, there was a foot-calf injury for Andrew Luck. And if you know Andrew Luck, he's been injured a lot. So when you hear that, you just think, ah, he'll be fine eventually. Well, last night, I look at my phone and it says Andrew Luck retires. And guys, he's 29. He was drafted in 2012. This is a young quarterback in his prime, in his peak, who said, listen, <clears throat> I just can't do it anymore. I'm beaten up. I'm injured. I just can't do it anymore. Amy, my wife, immediately said, I bet you it was his wife who said, uh, honey, this is not worth it, and found out today that, yes, he and his wife were expecting a baby. And the guy just said, listen, I'm losing love for the game. My body is beaten up. And I think that this generation um, is just looking at it differently. And I don't think they have to be criticized for it. You can appreciate the rough and tumble 70s Steelers, Green Bay Packers kind of rough and tumble quarterback players. But those guys are all broke and broken. Andrew Luck has made a ton of money. He left, I think, what was it, $21 million on the table? Really more than that because he would have gotten more contracts. He, he probably is walking away from uh, $100, $150 million over the lifetime of his career. But he said, listen, I have a, I, I have a, um, a measure of comfort, a measure of life I want to have. I, I'm getting beaten up. Injuries lead to injuries. I've already got a busted up neck. I've got uh, this calf injury. And he's got a child away. He's like, I want to. I want to live a life that is not full of pain. He's already going to have pain for the rest of his life. I want to live a life that's, that doesn't in, doesn't hurt this much. And, and listen, I can't say I blame him. 
Um, I like Andrew Luck. I like watching him play. I thought he had even more to, to, to learn. and He could become an even better quarterback. But at 29, he can move into broadcasting. He can move into so many things. He can move into coaching. He went to Stanford. He's not a dumb guy. He can, he's can. he got a lot of options in front of him. Um, it looks like they said today that the Colts are not going to penalize him, and they're going to keep his $12 million roster bonus or $12 million bonus check. That's amazingly gracious. I hope the Indianapolis Colts – Fans can find some class again because they booed him yesterday. I'm like, listen, I know you're disappointed, but the guy's got a life to live. And listen, on a geeky football note, Jacoby Brissett, the backup for um, Angel X, really good. I think give him some time to develop. I think you're going to be in good shape. He's one of the better backup quarterbacks. Uh, but I think we're in a place uh, in our society where, listen, everyone appreciates the, the, the guy who toughs it out or the gal who toughs it out. That's fantastic. But Angel X didn't have to. And he saw a quality of life that he wanted for him and his wife and his child. And he's like, I'm just, well, how bad am I going to be? I mean, in the NFL, if you've got a neck injury and a calf injury, it's just going to lead to another injury. And who knows how bad it's going to be? And so Andrew Luck walked away. And uh, uh, folks are already wondering, will he come back next year? I don't know. I mean, that's pure uh, guesstimation. I don't think so. I mean, who knows? Um, He's already missed one year in 2017. If he misses this year in 2019, missing two out of three years makes it a little bit tough for you to come back. I think the guy's going to slide on into um, uh, broadcasting or take the year off, enjoy his baby, and just find a a new career for himself. But I think he's going to go down as one of those players that was really incredible, for a brief period of time, whose career was marred by setbacks, but also paved the way to say, you know, you can go out the way you want to go out, and uh, it's your life and be in charge of it. So, friends, this is our grab bag of stuff for this episode. There's so much going on culturally. There's a lot to talk about. I guess I'm obligated at this point in time to find out how good a Popeye's chicken sandwich is. I will let you know. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think that I think something's going to happen with this Disney Sony thing. I think once everybody's feelings are no longer hurt, uh, they'll come back to the table. But I really think it's up to Disney because Sony will just keep on making their movies. Man, they can make. They don't need anything from Marvel. So if Marvel can come back with a better offer. Uh, I think they will find uh, Sony and Marvel uh, joining together again. But, hey, listen, Sony doesn't have to. They can just slide him on into the Venom universe and do just fine. And I want to say cheers to Andrew Luck. He made a decision, went out on his own. You can't, uh, you, can't, uh, you can't blame the guy. He just wants to live his own life. And so, friends, here I am. This is Gordon Duncan. This is going to hurt podcast. And I'm going to go live my own life. I hope you have a great Monday. And I look forward to catching up soon. And when I get details more about that book I'm working on, um, you guys just, I, I can't wait to tell you about. I'm going to share some of the audio of my audiobook for that episode. That's coming up soon. Um, so it's just a brand new approach. I'm going to tell you all about it. Um, but I've got some really good things going on that um, really I'm just going to hold close to my vest. But friends, we're going to talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Hang in there on Wednesday. I'm really excited for you to hear the sermon uh, lies that we believe about community. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Friends, I'm excited to tell you about a new sponsor of ours, Evangelize Today. Info. That's evangelizetoday.info. I want you to check out this website because evangelizetoday.info gives you a just a wealth of resources. First of all, Evangelize Today runs a host of evangelism and conferences and workshops across the country. In fact, they're getting ready to go to one in, in Bali, which I really wish I could go to. I really do. Maybe next year. Uh, they also offer residencies for anyone who wants to grow in understanding and how to tell their own story and, of course, just growing in the share of the gospel 
They uh, excitedly host Blue Church, which happens every single day at JV's Restaurant and Bar. You've got to click on the Blue Church tab to understand that. But even more importantly, uh, Evangelize Today publishes some amazing resources, most of which are written by my good friend, Dr. Alan Dayhoff. He's got, uh, if you're familiar with him, he wrote a book about tattoos telling the secrets of the soul, Uh, but his new book is called The Genius in Your Wound, Life's Worst Can Reveal Your Best. And friends, what this is, it's an opportunity for people to share their stories about incredibly difficult circumstances they've been through, but what they're realizing is that out of these difficult circumstances, there's actually a genius being born. There's actually a great story that God is working. So check them out today. Check out evangelizetoday.info. And if you want to get Genius in Your Wound, you can get it, of course, at Amazon, or you can get it at lulu.com. Either one. Check them out. We're excited to have them on board.